Yo, John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. It's a beautiful Sunday night. It's a little warm in the garage, but I shouldn't be too sweaty. I got really sweaty the uh, episode with Ed Lattimore. It's, it was so hot in here. It's like 90 degrees. And I can't, like, I got a fan going right now. If you guys hear the fan that's bothering you, I'll turn it off. But uh, it's a mini. It's a little fan. It's nothing powerful. If I had the bigger fan in here, it'd be way too loud. But I'm making it happen. Making it happen for rock and roll. You gotta get sweaty sometimes. Um, hi, dudes. Uh, yeah, John Fitch knows nothing here. I'm going to do, uh, you know, I'm going to put the chat. I'm going to put the invite in the chat. So when you guys want to uh, hit that link, come on the show. Uh, make sure you had a good connection so we can hear you. If you want to ask something, you have an issues with something, or you want to refute something you've heard to talk me talk about in the past, let's do it. Okay, it's a it's a free consultation. All my expertise is at your fingertips, in your computer, phone, screen, whatever, for the next hour. Uh, make the most of it. This hopefully will be fun. Hopefully you guys will uh, uh, chip in and uh, have some good comments. I'll be putting my uh, putting this link in the uh, Rockfin also because I run the show on Rockfin, which is a great platform. Actually, I have more followers on Rockfin. All right, so uh, let's play a little something. All right, let's do it. Yeah. 
So there's the, there's the link. If any of you guys want to jump on, I, uh, I've been teaching out the garage. I've been teaching self-defense. There's a lot of misconceptions about people and what the understanding of self-defense is, honestly. And one of my students today, you know, made it very evident and clear. As he, for his first lesson, wanted to learn about boxing. And it took me a little while to get through to him to understand the fact that, like, self-defense has nothing to do with sport combat competition. Absolutely nothing to do with it. You don't win a fight by knocking somebody out or choking somebody out on the street. That's not winning. Uh, you may defeat that one person, but now you have legal issues to deal with. You, you uh, could get sued, civil suit, because you beat somebody up. Maybe they figured out you have money and they get a lawyer to come after you and you get forced to settle for a lump sum. Or you seriously hurt the person or kill them and now you're in prison. You know, uh, manslaughter is like six to ten years, most places, something like that. That's not your goal. Your goal is to, to avoid and get away. Take zero to no damage, get away. And uh, I had somebody got a little saucy on my Twitter talking about how you're stupid to think that you can go grappling, grappling in, a, in a street fight. You've never been in a street fight. If you think you can grab, like people have this misconception of what grappling is and they think it automatically means takedowns, double legs and being on the ground. And there's a huge component of grappling that is, that is, that is pummeling, clinching, you know, forcing the clinch, dominating your uh, part, uh, opponent your attacker in upper body scenario. Most conflicts are also going to be drunk people, road rage people, people who really don't want to be fighting. And if you're not smart enough to um, stay out of situations where there are people who really do want to fight, if you're in a, like a bad neighborhood and there's people there who, who are fighting because they are fighting for pride, you're a dumbass for even being in a situation where that would happen. Like, that's that's part of um, situational awareness. Like if you're in a rough neighborhood where there's gangbangers and, and shit like that, like you avoid you avoid the situation as much as possible. You know, um, avoidance, avoidance, avoidance. Like there's no reason for you to go square nose to nose with somebody. If you're in a situation where you're going to get into a fight and you're already separated enough to throw punches you have an opportunity to leave. You have an opportunity to start backing up and, and moving away from the situation. You can circle out, put something in between you and him, go away. You don't, you don't have to square up, stand in a little tiny square circle or box and, and trade hands. That's, it's, uh, it's stupid, it's juvenile. You're, you're a child with zero maturity, if that's what you're doing. And there's a great chance of you um, putting a serious ding into your life trajectory or going to prison. So don't be stupid, right? The champion of the streets, right? The championship street fighter has never fought. He's the champ. I'll raise his hand. You're the champion. You've never gotten into a fight. You're the champ because you were smart enough to figure out how to avoid it. You're, you win. Not the guy who's got, I got 150 street knockouts. I'm undefeated. No. First off, you're full of shit. Second off, if it was you, then you're the, you're a moron. You're a dumbass. If you really want to fight people, if you got something to prove, you got a chip on your shoulder, 
go join a gym, go, go, uh, go box amateur, go do a smoker, go spar with the amateur team, turn professional, actually fight somebody, actually, actually get into a real fight. Then uh, uh, a real professional amateur sanctioned fight. Otherwise you're a moron and you're probably a bully trying to pick on weak people or you're just a dumb drunk kid, which is probably the majority of fights that happen. People were drunk. Somebody got too close to somebody's girlfriend or somebody is uh, rightfully aware that the girlfriend is kind of a hoe and uh, um, yeah. And uh, you looking at my girl, we look at my girl for that type of stuff. Junior high garbage, right? Boys who doesn't have a daddy around, who don't know how to handle their uh, their testosterone. Their testosterone is kicked in. They're 19 to 25 years old, and they got something to prove when they're uh, a few a few beers deep at the burr. At the burr, be careful with your burr muscles. At the burr. All right, guys. Let's go. Somebody, come on. Somebody have the balls. Uh, guys in the chat, let's let's do it. Somebody say what's up. Somebody come in, ask your question. Anything, huh? Diet, nutrition, dates. Talk about your uh, Tinder profiles. See why you're not getting matches. Um, you know, are you answering uh, when you match with somebody? Do you open with "Good day, milady"? That's a uh, work at all unless you have such high pre-selection i don't know like if uh somebody was like a super rich rapper or something that that could probably work <laughs> but even those guys like pay for pay for chicks to fly out and stuff <laughs> tyler durden's a stupid name uh tyler durden, tyler durden is a stupid name says that uh he gets way more mad about uh cabinetry the cabinets can be difficult to put in, you know, they can. I, 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 uh, I identify with that statement. It can be hard work. And, uh, you know, breaking the cabinets and smash them because they won't listen and go in on the wall like they're supposed to. <laughs> oh, how do you find the center and install handles on cabinets it's uh that's that's a good one don't lose your shit stoicism read a book on stoicism right read read some uh read some notes from marcus aurelius so that you can calm and center yourself and you will more aptly be able to install your cabinetry okay Oh man, uh, what else are you guys doing, man? You guys, you really are so you're not gonna, you got nothing to ask about, nothing. Nobody's gonna call in right now. Come on, come on, share this if you guys can. Share, like, thumbs up. Uh, since yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait for you guys to uh, get on here, let's, let's share a little bit of stuff. Um, I have, uh, I'm in the Bay Area. This isn't just for Bay Area people, anybody can join, but. I've created a little group because I've been trying to find like-minded red-pilled guys out here in the Bay 
So I have the Smash Society. I created this. Um, you know, it's only a dollar a month to join. Uh, I put up a video like at least once a week, but we also do uh, meetups. We've been doing meetups. Uh, I've got some blogs and stuff on there. Uh, it's a dollar a month base level. You get invited to the meetups when we do them. Uh, if you are uh, a member, you also get discounted uh, rates on your or privates and your um, groups. We'll do small groups. I think I got two guys. That, that are gone. I got a new guy, like my other regular uh, private. I'm getting him to join in the group because he's a red pill guy. Uh, we're trying to get like-minded guys. So we're in the Bay Area, and not everybody is on our page, and it can be frustrating to hang out with normies. Okay, it's really frustrating to hang out with normies, and um, it's fun to hang out with people who are kind of red pill aware. Even though if we don't always talk about it, but we do talk about stuff also. Um, but that's there. People can. Um, Join, follow along, get involved. That's like the $1 membership. But there's also a $10 membership. And I've been putting up um, like my courses, my Gumroad courses. And I've been putting on my, uh, I'm putting up um, uh, other instructional stuff. Anything that I kind of do that's wrong, you know, the Fitch, Fitch Smash system. I'm putting that up there. I have stuff on lifting and whatever. So like you get, you get more stuff, the $10. Uh, limit. Uh, I don't think we have enough guys in to start doing the $50 limit, which is going to be like weekly uh, Zoom calls and shit. So we can all have a group group meeting today. But hopefully we'll get that. I haven't been promoting that very much. I'm not very good at promoting shit. I'm trying to learn and uh, get more, um, get more better, get more better. That's what I want to do. Getting more better. Um, <laughs> Not drunk enough to have questions yet. Oh, come on. Uh, Andy, you can ask that question. Why don't you uh, hit the link? Hit the link. Hit the link. I put the link up. Did you see the link? Scroll up the restream link and ask. Ask live. Okay, I put it up again. Hit the link. Ask live. So we can get some action in here. I'm just talking to myself. Normies. Yes, normies. Normies and conformies. These people. Normies are on one level, but the conformies are just, they're just intolerable, insufferable. They just go along with, you know, whatever the leader says, whatever dear leader tells us. That's what it is. <laughs> Andy Lee says, my internet is quite poor, plus I'm not wearing a shirt. Oh, man. <laughs> okay well i'll take andy's question then though he says uh is there any way to improve knuckle hand strength for punching beyond heavy bag work um like i've been hitting the heavy bag bare knuckle uh the last this year like the last eight months i haven't i haven't been putting gloves on at all uh it, my knuckles have gotten the skin has gotten tough enough where i'm not getting any any uh, blisters or anything like that on them. Uh, I'm also um, able to uh, find heavier bags. I don't have to hit it hard. I'm just knuckle conditioning, putting a little bit of uh, effort into hitting the bag 
so that I can toughen up the uh, the hands a little bit, get them a little bit thicker. But a lot of um, grip strength stuff, you know, the the little the little machine, that's the little machine thing, but like uh, the little grippers that you squeeze, those can help. Anything that builds your forearm strength up, uh, fingertip push-ups. Uh, there's little bands that you can put on your fingers so you can work on opening the hand also. That's a good one. When I was a kid, we watched this movie and it was a wrestling thing where this guy talked about his grip strength and he used just newspapers. He would crumple up, he would take a newspaper in his hand and he would just crumple it up as tight as he could and he would do another one. He would do that every day, just crumple a bunch of papers up. So maybe you can get the uh, recycling bin out and off at your office or whatever and just crumple all the papers. But anything where you are building forearm strength, that's going to increase your, your hand strength and just over time punching stuff. I've never got into the like the Bruce Lee stuff where you're you're putting your hands in rice, rice, sand, those type of things. Some people have said that they work. I haven't gotten into that. You, you could try that. But I do know that guys typically that lift a lot of weights, that do a lot of pull-ups, do anything that's involving lots of grip strength, usually have harder, stronger hands. All right. So I we actually have a call in. We got somebody. All right. Yeah, Andy here. Andy, what's yeah, up, man? How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. All right, I hear you good too. You got hey, a question, bro. man? Yeah, bro. I was wondering, uh, what's a good strategy or technique uh, for like grappling solo? So I have like a grappling dummy and a, a punching bag on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, it's kind of it's not not it's the best. Really, yeah, it's really difficult to go through grappling stuff and be able to mimic a, a person. It's, it's really hard. Like I've, yeah, I've tried, I've tried everything. Cause I like training by myself. I like doing things by myself. Um, the best I could do is find people who weren't grapplers and use them as dummies. Okay. <laughs> like teach, yeah. teach, teach them how to react, like do this, do that. That way they're not actually having to learn how to do whatever. They're just giving you a good feel for things. Um, that's been my, my best thing uh there are certain movements certain things you can do you know the uh your hip escapes and the the uh you know stuff on the ground things that you learn in jiu-jitsu class Th those yeah. are kind of help but that's it's kind of like a yoga slash plyometrics when you're doing that mm -hmm. it, it, it's hard it's hard that like, grappling is one of those things that you almost always need a partner yeah, you need to have somebody. Yeah, that's a because I, I just moved out here to Vegas, so uh, I'm mm -hmm. trying to find a new gym, a new dojo to train in. Haven't really found one yet, but uh, yeah, what I set up. Vegas, what side of Vegas are you at? In like a south of uh, Summerlin area. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like uh, my old gym, One Kick. He's he's a uh, One Kick Nick. He's by the airport, but he's more of more of a uh, Muay Thai school. Um, and then uh, man, I can't remember. But there, there's a lot of there's a lot of gyms out there. For would, you, would you recommend like a UFC gym or an actual fight school? I, I what I would do is most gyms will offer free classes. They'll yeah, offer one time. week free or one drop in, and I would go and meet the people, talk to the instructor, do some research on uh, uh, on their background. Is it Sergio Pena? Sergio Pena. I think he's one of the big guys that I, I was going to in Vegas when I lived there. But he's he's got a he had a, I don't know if he's still there but he had his gym over by uh, Mayweather's boxing gym boxing club they're in like the same mall strip mall area but um, 
there's a lot of good good spots. There's a lot of good people in instruction around there. Uh, Couture's got usually good guys in there. But like I said, they're always will let you take one free class or a week free, test them out, go see the people, you know, see if they're cool, see if the instructor's cool. Um, Cause you gotta, you gotta enjoy where you're going. You know, yeah, you want to go in and dread like, I gotta fucking deal with this guy or I gotta deal with these yeah. people. That, that shouldn't be yeah. the attitude. Yeah, it just doesn't make it fun, you know, because I've been trained. I've been doing jujitsu for like five years uh, at a mm. few different um, and in SoCal, like in San Diego and then in Orange County. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I just moved out here to Vegas. And um, yeah, there's a bunch of spots, like you're saying, driving around. But I just haven't found a, haven't found a spot to go into yet. I just wanted to consult with you, get a recommendation or whatnot. But yeah, like the grappling thing by myself, it's almost impossible, man. I got to have a body to to grab onto for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's man. It's one of those things. It's just I've tried because I, I, I like doing a lot of stuff on myself. I have my own gym in my garage. I live by myself. But like if I need if I need work, I got to find a body, even if it's usually if it's uh, somebody who I can't grapple hard with because they're not skilled enough. They don't have whatever the knowledge or if they're too small, like I end up doing um you know, kind of like in long, elongated drill type things where I, I do chain type drill sessions where, you know, I have to teach them how to react. And then uh, I'll do that over and over and over again. It's really the, like the best thing I can get out of it. But I still have to find a person. For sure. Thanks, man. Uh, just one last question. Um, yeah. Do you have any uh, investment options as far as crypto? Because uh, I are you in the crypto market at all? I am. I mean, I've been holding for a long time. I was telling people to buy 2014, 2015. So, um, like my big advice with crypto is like, buy, buy what you can afford five to 25 to $50 a week. You know, like if you can, if you can drink one less beer a week and put that money into crypto, like and if people would have listened to me in 2014, they, they'd probably be, you know, tens of thousands of dollars richer today, if not more. Um, but yeah, don't, don't, don't put a, a lien on your house or, or take big loans out or, or I wouldn't buy a whole Bitcoin at this price, like a, a little bit at a time. Um, and for me, I'm, I'm a Bitcoin maximalist, right? I don't like like I have some Ethereum, but I don't like the fact that Ethereum, they, they pre they pre mined like 60 million Ethereum when they first made the thing. Um, they it's centralized, you know, like they can decide to do whatever Vitalik can decide what to do, whatever with it at any time. I kind of don't like that, but I still think it's going to reach 10,000. I still think it's going to hit 10,000 in the next year or so. Um, but with that said, I think Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then there's a lot of other smaller yeah. cryptos that I, you know, dot is one that I, I comes up a lot, um, but I have not invested into them. Um, my friend, uh, uh, I do shows with sometimes uh, Modern Life Dating John. He does uh, a crypto course, or he's got uh, guys that he works with in crypto, and and they're way more on top of that. Uh, I still on Saturdays I do a show Rule Zero with some guys, and John's one of the guys who, who comes on that show. If you check him out, um, you'll be able to find. I think it's Charlie's guy Charlie that he works with that uh, does. He's all all crypto, and and they seem to be doing pretty well. And the guys in their groups that I, I pop in on, they seem like they're doing all right and know what they're talking about. But there's, yeah, there's a lot of scams out there. Um, don't get scammed throwing money down on 
uh, a BS coin. But at the same time, some of those coins could double, triple in price, and you bought ten thousand of them for you know a dollar. <laughs> so it's a uh, you know it's a, it's a gamble with some of those. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks for having the guests to call in. Some of these guys are scared. For sure, man. Talk to you later. All right. Good luck. Awesome. See, guys, it's easy. It's easy. It's easy stuff. Um, <laughs> okay, man. But yeah, so come on, guys. Anybody else? Yeah, I bought I bought in 2000 uh I bought 2014. I bought two coins uh under $250. Yep. Bought it. You bought it 29. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a buy opportunity that dip because that was that was not an accident. That was an that was institutional investors sank the market on purpose so they could buy up a bunch of Bitcoin cheap. Like, that, that's how you know the government's not going to do anything to stop it. They can't. Like all of these institutions, like big institution companies, are are buying in because the uh, the inflation around the dollar. They've printed so much money and they keep printing more money. Companies who have a lot of holdings in cash, they don't want to. They don't want to put all their all their eggs in that in that cash basket it's gonna it's gonna run out they can't print forever they cannot print forever we had a we had i had a show <laughs> a couple weeks ago maybe last week i don't know i was talking about the inflation the inflation nation we are right now yeah by crypto i that's what i mean i mean bitcoin and ethereum those are the top top ones worth putting anything into but even that ethereum is still centralized currency vitalik is the guy who who operates and runs that and they pre-mined like 60 million of them so they could dump that on the market at any time and you have worthless coin so be careful one thing i will uh i'm testing out right now there's this app called uh celsius and there's another one Two, I don't know what the name of this is, but I'm trying to testing out Celsius. Now, Celsius allows you to hold cryptocurrency and earn um, interest. Not interest, but yeah, uh, interest. <laughs> yeah, you earn interest on on holding it there. So it's like eight uh, percent. It's every week you get paid out too. So if you if you put in, you know, whatever amount of money in there, I put in five hundred to test because I don't want to throw like a whole Bitcoin in there and my money's gone. But um, yeah, uh, we'll see how that works. Because then you can kind of hedge the volatility of the market a little bit by earning that interest on holding your, your coins in that place. So instead of holding your coins in some other wallet that doesn't pay anything, you can now put your money into uh, the Celsius app and make a little cash on the side. They also do like lending and they're able to do loans and lending through that app also. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, banking is going to become decentralized. Banks are zeros. Banks are zeros. You heard it here, folks. Banks are zeros. Take that to your personal digital bank. 
not the zero bank. I don't see how they can stop it. You know, Elizabeth Warren trying to scare people with the super coder talk. These, these, you know, these crazy super, super coders. Watch out for the super coders. Nothing like a boomer who doesn't know how to work email telling you about how evil uh, Bitcoin is. Oh, yeah. I still have friends that look at me like I'm crazy. Like, bro, like, did you not see? Like, I've, I've been telling them about this since 2014, 2015. I've been telling them about it. Every time it crashes or something, like, they say some shit. They're like, I just hold. I just hold. I'm not doing anything. It's good. It will be fine. And then it comes back up. It's 60-some thousand. I had, I had some friends that were buying on Robinhood. And then... um you know, got nervous, it got too high and they sold. And then I'm like, it's gonna go back up. It's probably gonna hit a hundred thousand by the end of the year. And they're like, whatever, whatever. And I was like, it's just like I keep you keep having the same conversation. And it's it's the frustration of normies and conformies. Right? Because the conform the conformists really just want just want the dollar. They just want their stock market. They just want things to say exactly the same because that's who the, the boss said this is how it's supposed to be. It's very frustrating. Don't engage. Do not engage. Okay? You just can't. You cannot engage with a conformity. They will, they, will, they will kill you. They will try to kill you because you're telling them something different than the boss said. And they just, they don't like that. They do not like that. So just low profile and stack your sats. I'm going to coffee all week. And uh, having a cup of coffee for show today woo it's gonna be good uh andy lee says uh you'd be surprised i went to a top 10 business school there's a lot of loans that are dispersed and they're large and influential enough to be late and sway change Uh, Tyler Durden's a stupid name says, uh, Andy, does that mean if you owe a million, the bank owns you, but if you owe a billion, you own the bank? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Most people are, are debt slaves. That's, that's a fact. Anybody else, anybody else got, uh, something to say? Should I put the link in the tweeter, 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 maybe? Come on. Anybody else? Um, we're going to, boom. all right. So yeah, Smash Society. We were talking about that before. Go to Smash Society, join local meetups, red pill content, and you'll get some, uh, you know, the mid tier. You get some fight stuff, cardio stuff. Let's do this too. For you guys who don't know yet. I'm uh, on something called Rockfin. I'm going to share this with you. And it's an alternative to YouTube, but they don't, they don't, they don't uh, have advertisements. We get paid in cryptocurrency, the Ray token. 
you guys can invest in that and that'll help uh you know boost this type of platform but there's a lot of creators on here i'll turn this up um jason burmis my homie for a monday show uh you've got all kinds of different topics right three free thinking media you've got all the people up here doing the free thinking media uh you won't get this kind of content on 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 uh, on youtube it's banned this is like all banned stuff you can't talk about this stuff you can't see this stuff uh anywhere but but the rock fin um it's not just that stuff you also have uh uh you know comedy um conspiracy social club you've got uh uh from uh fighter and the kid brian callen he's got a show with his his buddy uh they talk about some good ish fun stuff scott adams says is on on here uh open mind type media um also wrestling wrestling right you've got all kinds of awesome wrestling content this stuff you can sit forever like there's free content and then there's a premium there's premium stuff behind a paywall and it's 9.99 a month or if you pay for the whole year up front it's like 99 dollars. so you get like two months free if you do that uh there's mma uh shell sonin i believe has a uh has a channel here um uh, james lynch uh, is a MMA journalist. He does some good stuff. Um, but yeah, you've got, uh, and then, you know, me and uh, Jason Burmis here in our uh, mixed martial mindsets. You've got great, great content here. Way better than the garbage you're going to find on uh, YouTube. It's BJJ content. You got technique videos. Right? I got a bunch of uh, technique stuff behind my paywall, too. You got this show also, but you know, crypto, you're going to be able to find a bunch of info on crypto here. Also, I haven't, I haven't spent any time look, look through this stuff in the crypto, but yeah. All right, guys. So join, join, join Rockfin. You can make a free account and then you'll fall in love and you'll want to you want to pay to get the the better stuff <laughs> Andy Lee uh man you're a perfect guy to call in for a consultation, right? You're 22 years old and you suck with girls. Um, it doesn't matter that much right now at 22. Focus on building yourself up. Money, muscles, game. You need to be practicing your game, but focus on creating who you are because men have to become. You have to become somebody. You're not born somebody. It's not enough just to be pretty and have boobs. You're going to have to become somebody. You have to put in effort and work. 
your average dude is not going to amount to anything until he's at least 35 years old. Don't worry about getting in a relationship until you're 35 years old. That doesn't mean don't work on game also and talk to chicks and, and work on uh, hooking up and uh, having uh, a number of girls on a rotation that you talk to and hang out with. You need a date. You need a date like women date. Okay. They always have multiple guys who are messaging them, multiple guys who they're talking to. They may only be having sex with one, but they're probably not. They probably have a number of guys that they extract certain things from until they find the one guy who they're going to uh, scrap, extract the, the most amount of resources from. And then they still probably have some guy they go to just to get dicked down. But uh, you're a prime candidate for uh, some consultation stuff, man. So there's a lot of there's a lot of turns you can take in the wrong direction when you're that young. Um, I don't know. I have no idea what Corey, what Corey, which Corey are you talking about? Girls come with success. You're right, Tyler Durden, but you can't wait to get the money before you start learning about women. You cannot wait, right? Because then you end up like Jeff Bezos or one of those guys and you're a billionaire and you get gamed by the girl and now she takes half your shit. Okay. I got gamed also. You get put in a bad situation. Now they have access to your, your money and your children and it's no bueno. So you have to build yourself, become successful, and you have to learn game along the way, which when you are focused on other things, I mean, you should be focused on other things like your life is not defined by whether or not you have a girlfriend or whether you have a girl in your life. But at the same time, you need to understand women and understand that you can get women and be able to get women when you want to. That way you don't have to worry about it. You're not like, oh, I, I can't lose this one girl or I have to put more time into this because it's like, oh, uh, whatever. When I'll do it when I want to do it because I know I can. Plenty of uh, plenty of info and knowledge out there for you to study up and learn and become better and become better at talking to women. Mm, yeah, there's nothing to fear, man. That's. You need a book. You should, if you want to, you want to do it here, book a consultation on another time. Slide into the DMs, johnfitch.net on Twitter. I've been uh, booking a lot of stuff through there lately. Yes, that's a perfect way. Women always play options in the dating market. Yeah, 100%. They have friends. He's just a friend. No, those are options. They have options. They have guys that they put into the friend zone, but they also have options. They also have their friend options. And those are the guys who they're, uh, they're their sneaky links or they're the guys that, you know, take them on vacations or the guys that buy them things. Yeah. You got to You got to date like they date. Always be talking to multiple women at the same time. Always. Uh, well, yeah, Corey's still around. I think he's focusing, uh, I follow him on Twitter, so I see him post every once in a while, but I feel like he's focusing more on his, uh, personal training, uh, 
work. And I'm, I'm kind of guessing, but like, yeah, he kind of he kind of stepped out of doing as much stuff online. It seems he might be getting back to it. I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta you gotta take care of what you gotta take care of. You have to. I almost did a show today on um, obsession and how important it is to be obsessed with things in order to get good at them. You have to be obsessed in order to achieve mastery. If you're not obsessed with something, you're not going to achieve mastery and you're always going to be average and you, you, you know, average just doesn't cut it. It's a lot easier to become above average nowadays in a lot of fields because a lot of people are just, they're just lazy. A lot of dudes are really lazy. Most dudes are fat. Most dudes are out of shape. They don't train on anything. They don't work to be harder in anything. Their mommy told them that they were good enough the way they are. There's like a blue pill, the blue pill, purple pill, ideology where you're just good enough you're not good enough you're not you're never good enough i'm not good enough you always have to be working as a man you always have to be working chris rock said it like only women and children are loved unconditionally men have to provide something if you don't provide something no one gives a shit about you at all no one cares that's why that's why no one ever really talks or does shit with homeless right because most of them are dudes disappeared uh he's still i see still tweets here and there i follow him so he's still around i had to learn the hard way because my marriage didn't go the way i thought things were supposed to go because i was conditioned into a way of thinking that is uh it's it's manipulative like you're raised in this manipulative light around because we're, we're, we we have so many women around us telling us what to do with life throughout our, you know all of our teachers all the shit on TV, uh, television, movies, all this stuff is very feminine lensed. So when you are raised thinking that everything is supposed to be through that feminine lens, like lens, you're going to be easily manipulated and taken advantage of. And you need to stop. You need to have your own center point of origin and you need to be kind of selfish. A lot of people will shame you and say it's selfish, but it's it's not. You're you're focusing on doing what's best for you, which in turn is better for everybody. As everybody else will do better off, you know, think of think of being selfish, but think of first, second, third order effects of your selfishness and how that's going to turn out. And if your selfishness ends up affecting everybody around you positively, it, it's not really that selfish. Okay? You don't need to screw yourself over for for one chick. Ah, awesome. Paul's the man. Paul is the man. That's a great person to be working with. I need to get, I want to get with Paul and, and talk about his, uh, his sourcing and whatever. Cause he's got, he's got his LTR. He's got a girl he's been with a long time and they, they like date chicks together <laughs> basically. So like, I want to get his input on how to do that. So I found a pretty cool chick and I'm thinking about, uh, well, she's kind of my number one right now, and uh, she's my co-pilot, co-captain, number one, first mate, right? And uh, I kind of want to start sourcing friends for us. So I, I might be, I might take some consultations from Paul sometime soon too. Yeah, friends, we're friends. My mom is not fat. I'm just big boned. Oh. Yep. Yeah, that's the big one. Like just talking to people, not even saying 
how are you? Hello, how are you? It, it's easier to uh, assume familiarity, walk up and act like you already know them, start talking about something mid-conversation to them. Um, you know, ask them a question on something. It's like, you know, you're, you're at a restaurant or you're at a place ordering food or whatever, something just like, hey, is this any good? What's this like? Oh, really? Okay. Start, start in on the conversation in the middle. I, I don't even, you know, I've seen guys, you know, Troy Francis, I, I watched, I did his, uh, his course and he does a lot of infield stuff and, and he gives a lot of compliments, you know, oh, I just had to say, you're really beautiful. And then he starts talking and he goes from there. But I, I feel like I, I personally don't like throwing out a compliment right away because most girls, they know they're pretty and the guys tell them they're pretty like fucking 50 times a day. So I'd rather just walk up and start a conversation in the middle and uh, get to know them that way um like starting the conversation in the middle and teasing usually usually works really good they start laughing and once you get them laughing you get that hook point i'm not a master of approaching though i'm mostly uh i mostly source from the apps because i have kids so half my time i'm with my kids i don't have a lot of time to go out and and source i don't want to go out by myself during the day or at night and like walk around and try to meet people so I can book a date later that week. It's easier for me to source girls on the dating apps, uh, Instagram even, and arrange a date uh, for the later that week. That way I'm, I'm certain to have something set up on my nights off because I don't have a ton of nights off and I'm finding that I need to not go out a lot of nights because I need to do extra work. I'm, doing a lot of extra work right now. Yep. That's one of my, did you see you guys follow the, uh, that's my Instagram, your, uh, your girl's DMs. It's like the Ostermeyer Wiener cart parade. It is. Um, especially in today's age with, um, social media and stuff, your girls are, they're constantly having sausages thrown at them constantly. There is not a moment they're not getting somebody hitting them up, uh, trying to uh, friend them, you know, sending them DMs, saying what's up, commenting on their post. It's just relentless. These guys are relentless. And it's a global market now, too. So you, if your girl's hot, some dude in, you know, another part of the world who's got a shitload of followers, a blue tick, and money is going to slide into her DMs and invite to invite her out, fly her out to Dubai. Some prince out there is going to fly her out to Dubai, take her on boats and ships and let her take a bunch of, uh, you know, thirst trap photos for the Instagram. And he's going to blow her back out. <laughs> she's she's going to get a free trip and get a trail for the world. You got to watch those girls and say, oh, I love to travel. I've been to so many continents, been to so many places. They're, they're getting uh, they're getting the D on the lowdown. They're traveling alone. They're, yeah, 
they're not they're not sleeping alone at night. Uh, I don't know, man. You tell me, Nick. Why don't you Why don't you uh, jump on the stream and ask? I'm I'm having people come on. Come on on. Uh, I don't know, man. I've been struggling the last couple of years trying to figure out what's going on. My my Rockfin is actually higher. I've got more people in a shorter period of time. I'm making more money on Rockfin. I'm I'm debating whether or not I just. I don't have as much interaction though on Rockfin. I make more money, but I'm not. I think a lot less people watch my shows on Rockfin live, and they um, watch it afterwards. So like, yeah, I was debated like just getting rid of YouTube because like it. I think I'm capped because they don't push it in the algorithms because I talk about red pill stuff and and man stuff, and they demonetize my videos all the time. I haven't got any strikes. I haven't had any witch hunts out, out after me. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm I'm doing what I can. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to trying to connect with people, and uh, I push things. And um, it's almost like I have a filter. Uh, I was wondering if it was like if people are really just so lazy that they don't want to actually train or they don't want to get better. They don't actually <laughs> want to make their lives better in any way. Maybe that's it. Maybe people are just so over it. There's too many black pill people out there. I could do more red meat. I don't do any red meat. It's all it's all about uh, interviews and self betterment. And a lot of most people don't want to get better. So like, red meat generally does really well. Like that's why uh, Kevin Samuels is doing really well. Fresh and fit, uh, fresh. Myron he just bought a McLaren. <laughs> like they're doing great. But you know, uh, I don't know. I need to have more girls, have girls on the show and then try to hold them accountable and tell them why they ain't shit, <laughs> which, which I don't uh, really feel like doing. But yeah, I don't, and I don't also get, uh, I don't get coverage. If I did the straight MMA stuff, I, I wouldn't get any views either because, uh, I'm the black sheep of that industry because I won't just shut up about the exploitation and uh, they just want you to shut up and just keep doing PR for the promotions. And I don't feel like it. I don't feel like doing that shit. I'd rather find some people who are also red pilled and uh, help them kick ass. We'll start our little army. We are the future. Yep, call on guys, do it. Yep. Or or uh, if they're paying for it themselves, they uh right, excuse me. And Adam says that uh, all the traveling they do is paid for by their sugar daddies. If they're paying for it themselves, is they're they're cranking up monstrous credit card debt. They already have huge student loan debt, and now they're going to crank up a shitload of uh, credit card debt, and they're going to find some sucker when they hit they hit the wall, like thirty to thirty five, and uh, oh, I finally found my guy, and that guy who waited around and didn't have sex with anybody, and 
was miserable. It was like, gonna think he won a prize. And then you get married, he'll pay off her loans, pop out a kid, and then she'll cheat on him, divorce him, take half his stuff, and then get alimony and child support. It's almost like they go to school <laughs> to learn how to do it. It's, it's wild. There's a lot of places you can go. Um, if you, I mean, yeah, guys who say they can't get sex, they're, they're bullshit. They're not trying. You can, you can leave the country. There's a lot of places you can get to. You don't have to pay two grand. Like Rolo talks about all the time. You can go see him in Reno and it'll take you for an hour drive. And for like 300 bucks, you get laid. If that's really what you need, you can make it happen. <laughs> that's what you have to do. But it's really way easier than you think, guys, because the bottom 80%, they're fat, they're out of shape, they're broke. They're not even trying. They're not even trying. They spend their whole time watching porn and playing video games. And if you guys just step yourself up and put in a little bit of effort, it goes a long, long way. You would be very surprised. Yeah, you've watched it. Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike's doing a good job. Uh, Josh is doing a good job. I, I mean, I'm doing this all like myself too, so I struggle with um, promotion and the technical aspect, technical aspect a little bit. Like, I don't have anybody. If you guys know somebody or somebody who's willing to do it, somebody who timestamps like good bits and cuts them out, somebody who can edit those out, because I don't have a lot of time to sit around and edit the highlights of each podcast out and put them up in short clips, because that's a big thing for gaining traction and getting followers um putting that stuff up on on youtube twitter not uh yeah youtube has a shorts thing youtube twitter uh some guys have clips channels so that people make clips for them so if any of you guys are interested in, in doing that you can credit yourself with a little watermark on it and uh send that stuff to me yeah dm reach out anybody's interested you might be able to do some uh, marketing for yourself, build up your portfolio. If you're a younger guy trying to get into editing or anything, I'm open to uh, any help. Shit attracts most flies. Try more flash in my humble opinion. Um, shit attacks flies. Yeah, but I don't know what, why uh, I'd rather have, I'd rather have honey <laughs> bees and honey I don't, I don't know what's the uh what's that thing oh yeah bees don't waste their time trying to explain to flies why honey is better than shit <laughs> um but no like shit i i think i know what you're saying here more flashy like the, the the idea of uh cocky right cocky funny it goes a long way because women want they want an experience Okay, when they look at you to date you, they wanna they wanna step into your world. They wanna they wanna know what your world is about and whether or not they wanna be a part of it. And if you're quiet and meek and humble and you don't dress right and you're not groomed, it doesn't look like a portal that they wanna go through. It's not a world, you know. Think of it as like a, a dimension. They walk through the portal and they go into the dimension. Like they gotta make a decision over what they see on face value if you can't show them that like hey man i'm fun i'm awesome this is great man we're gonna have a good time this is gonna be cool 
tell them where to go, what to do, where to wear, what to wear. They they like it. They dig it. They're tired of all the decisions and having all the load on their shoulders. You know, they they like to be told what to do when you're on dates. It really is wild. It goes against what you think. You know, I used to be that guy. What do you want to do? What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? I want you to be happy. Nope. He gets so much more play and so much better reception from from girls when you're like, hey, man, we're going out Thursday. Meet me around 8. We're going to this place. Okay. What should I wear? A dress. <laughs> A dress. We're going, we're going, uh, Mimi Saturday. We're going to the range shoot arrows. Wear something comfortable, but that not, not loose. You don't want something loose when you're shooting arrows. Okay. They, the amount that, uh, they respond to that, it's, it's not what you're, you're taught. Yeah. Black sheep squadron. I mean, that's, yeah. I think a lot of red pill people, we are, we're, we're black shoes, we're the outsiders because, we're not normies and we're not conformies. We don't want to just go along with everybody. We don't want to go along to get along. I don't care. Like I'm happy by myself. <laughs> I'm so content alone. I don't, I don't need their bullshit. I really don't care what people think about me at all. <laughs> I, I could care two poops. Yes, that is, uh, the biggest Right there, that should be the biggest thing. Um, the debt. If she has debt, don't put a baby in her. Right. If you want to get married, you need to uh, have some kind of written document saying that she's responsible for her own her own debt and she has to pay it off by herself. Do not pay off another person's debt. I I made that mistake. I paid off forty thousand dollars of student loan debt for my ex. I didn't recoup anything like that. They say oh, it was a gift. It wasn't a gift. It was an investment for my family because if I didn't pay it off in that one lump sum, she was paying, you know, interest on it. So that that forty thousand over time probably would have been like sixty-five to eighty thousand. Uh, that just takes away from my my family's wealth. So I was like, no, we didn't nip this in the bud. Get it over with. That's an investment in my mind. No, as a gift. You gave it as a gift. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. The ranches will cost you a couple hundred, but it's probably that's probably cheaper than some guys spent on dates, honestly. Yep, don't give half, don't pay the debt. Oh, that's amazing, man. MMA Press Room says, I was 236 this time last year. I was 168 yesterday when I stepped on the scale. That's awesome. Great to hear, man. Good work. Got to gas that up, guys. Yes. Quit watching porn and talk to girls, 100%. You don't even have to talk to pretty girls. Just talk. Talk to anybody. Anywhere you go somewhere, just talk up. Just, just start, start mid-conversation. Hey man, those are cool shoes. Where'd you get them? Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, have you ever been to this place before? What's it like? What's the best food? What's the best dish? You going into a restaurant? Whatever you know. Hey man, what's that drink? What's in it? Oh yeah, oh that's cool. Where'd you hear about that? How long have you been drinking those? Just you know, it's it's small talk, but it's it's good. 
That's good. It's good to be able to have that ability just to, to walk into any room, walk into any group of people and start a conversation with them. And, and then like you, that's a powerful tool to have, man. Iceberg Slim. Yeah, I got to finish that book. That's a, that's a good book so far. I think I'm like three chapters deep. It's not, man. It's really not. He, uh, Adam's saying that uh, the problem with porn, porn is that it's that good. No, it's not. It's really not. Like, sex with women, talking to women, spending time with girls that are soft and smell good and are feminine, it's so much better than watching some other dude's dick on a screen. I have not watched a porn uh, that I was not in in three years. I think it's over three years now. It was the summer of 2018. Well, I, I finally was like, this is kind of gross. Like, it's a it's a dude's penis. Like, why am I looking at a dude's penis? Oh, will you imagine that it's yours? No. No. You're looking at it. It's a cope. You're coping. You're looking at some dude's penis and jerking off. Stop. Like, if, unless you're watching straight lesbian porn, you're, you're jerking off to a guy's dick. That's the truth. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, Tyler Durden's stupid name is saying that porn isn't the issue. It's a substitution issue. No, I think it is the issue. You're literally jerking off to another man's penis. It's, just think about that. Every time you turn on porn now, just, just tell yourself, I'm jerking off to this guy's dick because that's what you're doing. Stop it. Stop it. Either watch girls or go have your own sex. Make your own porno and you can watch that. Watch your own porno. Jerk off to your dick because you're powerful. <laughs> You're a powerful man, okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, that's not my thing to pay. I think it's better to, uh, I think it's better to, to game a girl to give it up for free or get her, get her to buy you dinner first. I guess that's the real goal. But like a lot of guys just don't want to deal with it at all. They don't want to deal with that stuff. So they're just, yeah, they're paying. I'm not going to insult anybody over that. It's just not really for me. When I was younger and needed experience and didn't understand a lot of shit, I think, you know, in my early 20s, I've been to Mexico. I don't know, man. Uh, I've I've dated some kinky girls who who really were into that stuff, and they were good, feminine chicks. And it's just a uh, it's not all the time. It's like you have you have special playtime, and you arrange for special playtime. It's it's actually really cool because you, you you plan ahead for like oh we're gonna like floor it tonight. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> it's something to look forward to. You have regular regular whatever sex, but like. It's cool to like have that uh, have that freedom where you guys are on the same page and you understand like where the boundaries are and you get to push them. Yeah, it's kind of fun. 
I got that's girl like hit me. <laughs> I don't. I, yeah, I can't like. One one girl wanted wanted to like say I love the taste of blood. I was like I, that's a I can't cross that line. That's just a little too much. I can't. I'd have to get like a written statement from her first or something. I don't. That's too much. I don't mind a little soft choke here and there. Some rope action. Every once in a while you're saying, yeah, I just feel like it's it's a big danger too, man. Like, I guess like some of these girls you just meet out are probably just as dirty. So yeah, it's kind of like a made up thing. It's like, oh my God, th those are broken girls. When like some of the good girls who have college degrees and good jobs are it's just as filthy and had just as many dicks as the professionals. Um, uh, baseball guy, yeah. All right, guys, we've been going an hour. We did have one call on, we had some good interaction, good calls, good talks. Um, so this was a free consultation. If you guys like this, we can do more of these, but it'd be nice to have more people calling in. Uh, I offer my services consultations. I do $200 an hour. I'm a little bit cheaper than the other guys I work with because uh, I don't have the credit they do quite yet. And um, I have more availability than they do. When availability dries up, the prices go up. That's that's what they have told me. Um, but yeah, so reach out. Follow me on uh, Twitter, especially johnfitch.net, spelled out. And slide in the DMs if you need any info uh, on my services, right? Instruction services. And I'm going to be working on self-defense course, I think. That, that's, I think that's the next, the next big course I need to do. Uh, so I've been working with a group of guys, different, guy, different groups in my garage, and um, kind of testing a lot of the stuff out how their retention is, how fast they pick it up. Um, I think, I think it'll be good. I think it'll help with getting guys on a, on a, uh, a course where they understand what's really required and necessary for you to survive and thrive through uh, an altercation, which it's going to be more grappling based guys. Sorry to tell you, a lot of people are going to argue with me, but again, grappling does not mean takedowns. Okay, clinch game. Clinch game is where it at where it's at, and wrestling and um, Muay Thai are going to have the uh, the best uh, transitions or translations from sport to self defense because you have more control, uh, but at the same time, not all Muay Thai schools and teachers emphasize the clinch game, and they don't fully understand it the way like when i went to thailand those guys could neck wrestle man because they would go they were talking about um how they were when they were, went up to bangkok when they went up to the big fight uh stadiums 
that they would go and, 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 and neck wrestle for an hour straight. Like they would just grab somebody and they're just hand fighting little, little foot sweeps, trips to the legs, uh, little knees to the body as they're doing it. Like those guys were small, way smaller than me, but they, they knew how to neck wrestle. And they, they like, I was the big, like the big white guy. They loved to try to neck wrestle with me. Cause I was, I was good at it, you know? And I don't think they were used to people being as good as me. Like I would, I would see them, they would line up. They would line up like on the ring and like wait to come in to be able to neck wrestle with me. Um, I think it was kind of a, a fun challenge for them to like, let's see this big Westerner dude. <laughs> let's see what he can do. They, uh, yeah, they made me throw up a bunch too because I, I was a little bit out of shape when I got there. I was throwing up the first couple of days because the humidity. They nicknamed me. <laughs> they, when I came into the gym, they're making, they all make the sound. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Thank you, Jackson. We were taking live calls. All right, guys, last last seconds or so. If uh, anybody wants to uh, jump on, that uh, I'll put the invite up one last time. But if anybody has one last uh, question to ask line, uh, uh, live, that's the link. Come say hi. I'll let you on. We had one very brave gentleman tonight. Come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cormier, when he, that's exactly what that was with um, Stipe when he knocked him out. Like He went from clinching and dominating the clinching to opening up a strike. I will say, though, that in self-defense, you have to be very aware of the situations. That's why like, situational awareness is number one most important rule. If you hit a guy like he hit Stipe, drops him, the guy gets knocked out, hits his head on the curb, he could die. That's, that's a legitimate thing. That's not, there's no padded surface outside. There's no padded surface at the bar. You hit that guy. It's brain trauma. One to knock him out. Two, he hits the ground on the ground. Hits his head on the ground. Dead. Hits his head on the table. Dead. You're looking at jail time. That's just the way it is. Or you hit him. Hit 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 him up in the top of the head or somewhere where it's more skull. You break your hand. You didn't knock him out. Now you broke your hand. Now you can't even clinch the guy up because your hand's garbage. <laughs> okay. Bad situation. I think you're much better off. Uh, in most instances of having a very good clinch game, tying the guy up, wearing him out, when you're clinched up, he can't hit you. If you're able to maneuver him, push him around, control the clinch, I think you're in a far better situation than if you break and start throwing throwing punches. You know, I think it's it's dumb. You're not thinking. You're not thinking about the future. You're not thinking about anything. It's not a sport. It's not a sport. And situational awareness also is a part of like, is this a life or death scenario? Is this person trying to kill me? Or is this just some drunk jerk who, who's got a chip on her shoulder? And I looked at his girl's big butt. Okay. Like if you can clinch that dude up, tie him up, make him feel stupid, make him get tired. You can talk to him the whole time you're doing it. Look, man, just chill out. I don't want to fight you. I'll get, I'll buy you a beer. Just stop. Just stop. I won't let go of you until you chill. You can also move and look to see if 
his friends are going to do shit. You can look to see where the bouncer is and yell to the bouncer. The longer you take in a lot of situations, the better off you are because more people are going to come around. You're going to have more people to come and help. You're going to have bouncers, security, your friends, other situations uh, where people are coming around and make sure it doesn't escalate. Your job is to de-escalate and avoid at all times. It's not until they uh, they raise the stakes to a point where, like, you, you know, you're situationally aware of the fact that, oh, these, this could turn into me getting killed. Then, then you go to uh, doing some, some serious damage to that person. Right? Yes. Yes, Tyler Durden, stay savage. Judo, um, the problem with judo is if you're going to judo toss the guy, he lands on his head. Same thing with the knockout punch. Uh, another thing with judo is that um, there's no control after the throw because they get a pawn in the, in the sport and they win. But you throw the guy, you get a pawn, but then he, he still got a hold of you and then he ends up grabbing your back and grabbing your head or grabbing something. Now you're committed to a ground fight because you didn't have control after you threw him. One thing I really like about judo is there's a lot of foot sweeps and leg type type throws. Okay. There's like the, the, the one trip. That's, that's a functional one because you're kind of in control. You're going to stay up. Um, you're not exactly throwing them on his head. You have foot sweeps, but those are techniques that take a lot of practice. So you're not going to learn them quickly. And it may take six months to a year before you're like really efficient at doing those things. So that's something you have to take into account is like, how long is it going to take you to get good at that skill? Yep. There you go. Your goal, Annie, with the good one at the end. Got it. The goal is to get out safely, not win knockout of the night or a belt. hundred percent nobody's coming to like raise your hand and award you anything. You're not getting checks. Okay. You're not getting anything. And if you hurt that person, you could be legally liable in a civil suit, or you could get criminal charges pressed against you. And you have to be aware of this thing. One incident could ruin your fucking life. Okay. I told this story before about a friend of mine who worked at a bar he was there on his night off. This guy got into a fight with some people and they escorted him out and he's still talking shit, trying to fight. He came at my friend through the first punch. My friend countered, hit him, knocked him out. Uh, he didn't get injured, wasn't going to press charges. There was not going to be any civil whatever. But because the way the law was at the time in Indiana, if or that city where we are, where Purdue was, it might have been campus police, because he lost consciousness, it was a felony. They were going to charge him with a felony. And like, luckily for him, he was already joining the, the, the military. And because he was joining the military to, to become a ranger, they did what they could to make it go away. And if it wasn't for that, he could have done uh, some time in county. And then he would have had that on his record the rest of his life. Okay. So you have to be aware of the consequences of your actions. All right, guys. Let's rock. Right, man. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. What should we uh what should we end with, huh? 
Well, I guess we just keep it classy. Let's keep it classy. Let's keep it classy, guys. Because we're classy. We're classy men here. Thanks for stopping by. It's a good, good chat. Good questions. Check y'all later.